Welcome to the Fourth Curtain Podcast, where I, Alex Seropian, and my co-host Aaron Merriquin invite you to join our conversations with fellow game developers about games, the industry, and the craft of game making. This episode is a little taste of what we have in store. We hope you enjoy it. I grew up in the 80s, and so when I was a kid, my dad brought home an Atari 2600, and we had like a bunch of games for the 2600, and unsurprisingly, a lot of them all looked alike. The first computer game I ever played was Zork. That was really my first adventure game. Man, Zork just painted such a rich picture in my head. It was text only, but um, it was really like exploring a new made-up world. Okay, my like the intro I did was basically just it's got a clip of me going, um, you know, I grew up in the eighties and my dad brought home an Atari twenty six hundred, the first video games I played. I can't believe that's what yours is, dude. I'm disappointed. Why? Mine's Pong. 20, what the talk <laughs> really you played Pong? Yeah. Like that in was the arcade? The first... A Santa? No, my dad brought home a Pong machine. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, this is that's awesome, like an actual like arcade. No, how no, big it was, was a, it was how, a, it was a, it was probably as big as uh, like. Remember how big how thick VCRs were? This was probably as thick as two yeah. VCRs and like as wide uh-huh. as one. And it was like a big okay, like, and it had a it screen like, built into it. No, you plugged it into the TV. Remember the screws? You, you plugged screw it into the it TV. In. Okay. Yeah, and it worked yeah. on black and white TV. Okay. And it was Pong, and it had two game modes. It had two-player, or it had one-player. You hit the wall. One? And you, yeah, and you could play two-player on oh, the wall, Oh, and too. it kept getting faster and faster, and you just yeah. had to make, Yeah. It, and it, it had, like, did it have a dial controller? Yeah, the, it was built into the machine. Yeah. That was Dang, my first how console. Much- how much pong did you play? A lot. Was it like like this is awesome and you just it was playing every day? It didn't get old. It never got old. And then, well, I mean, I've, you know, there is a point where you're like, I'd rather be reading comic books or something. Hey, here's my... a question for you, Aaron. Uh huh. Where is that pong machine now, dude? I don't know. Like it got to a point is it, where we is it in like it a anymore. landfill or or probably does somebody have it in a basement. I wish we still maybe it's worth something. Yeah, it's got to be worth something. My mom, it had like wood grain front. (laughs) Remember when everything had wood grain? That was yeah, next gen. My Atari Atari had a wood grain front. Yeah, Yeah. the Atari had it too. That was like the fast. Yeah, so we uh, we got a chance to speak with Hamilton Chu and Ben Broad for Marvel Snap, and Ben shared with us a really cool story about how he got into the industry. And here's that clip now mover shaker or something so the guy in charge of QA was like oh I bet this guy would be good at this job so they sent me in for the interview and I dressed in a full suit with like a suit and tie you know and nobody else dressed up obviously because it's ridiculous but uh, it made an impression the uh, the guy who was hired for the job said hey you know this you stood out because of the suit so uh, I got that job taking screenshots so I took screenshots for World of Warcraft Burning Crusade and I and Starcraft Ghost which was which by the way taking screenshots for a console game is Absolutely horrible because uh, you, you have to like 
it's the, like the TVs are too low res for magazines, so it has yeah. to stop the game and render each like yes. box individually, and yeah. then stitch oh them together. In a multiplayer game, like if I, I'm the server host or whatever. It disconnects everybody from the game. So we have to play a multiplayer game, get into position. I'm like, the mutilisk is like flying back there and like the Zerg is in the front. I'm like, okay, everybody, fire! And everybody shoots. I hit the button. It takes a screenshot and that's it. It takes 10 minutes to render the screenshot. So everyone disconnects from the game. And if I missed it, we have to start all over and do an all screenshot. So it was, it was like, it was a horrible, a horrible experience. But basically every StarCraft Go screenshot you see in a magazine was taken by me. Next, we get a chance to talk with composer Marty O'Donnell about his inspiration for the classic theme to the game Halo. You guys, I don't know if you've heard the story, but I basically used as a template um, yesterday for the Halo theme. I don't know if I ever told you this, Alex. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But I had to come up with a hooky monk. I, I wanted to do a monk chant for Halo. And I knew it needed to be hooky, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it in Dorian mode, but I need a, hook, a hooky melody. This is the way I approached all the jingles. It's like this has to be like a jingle that could stick in people's heads, represent this one product, and we can use it forever, which was like maybe two years at the time. I thought well, maybe this will last for a year or two. So I was like, okay, what's a good hooky melody? Yesterday. Yesterday. Da, 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 da. Okay, now a Dorian melody. Da, 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 Yeah, so uh, check out this clip here with uh, Chris Taylor, who's sharing with us how he was inspired to make Total Annihilation after he first played Command & Conquer. So Alex Garden, 15-year-old kid, he didn't have a lot of dough to be buying his games, so he was uh, downloading his games from wherever he got them, and he gave me this game illegally called Dune 2. Okay, all right. And yes. I played Dune 2, and it was like lightning. This is magic. This is absolutely magic. Dune 2 is it. And then I... Who made this? Westwood. And I'm like, well, what's coming next from Westwood? Is it Dune 3? And they're like, no, we're making a game called Command and Conquer. And then they started showing screenshots, and I buy every magazine. And I was like, oh, my God. So long story short, Command and Conquer, fell completely in love with it, went through that whole, like, of, like, feeling yeah. like this is it. But, man, alive, is there some stuff that we could do different, that we could take to the next level, that we could really, like, like when my behemoth tank or whatever they were called, mega tanks, they would retreat. They would turn their turrets like to the direction they were going to go, and then they'd go and they'd have their ass to the enemy the whole time. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know how an M1 Abrams works? That thing can track multiple targets while going 60 kilometers an hour. Come on, what's going on? This is the future. So, anyways, that's how Total Annihilation was born out of sort of like inspiration, playing Command and Conquer, and saying, look, there's a lot of cool shit we could be doing here. That's the that's cool. the story. And it was Alex yeah. Garden who actually kind of put me on that trajectory. Entrepreneur and game director Patrick Curry came by and told us a little bit of what it was like to work with film director John Woo on the game Stranglehold. But it was very much set in John Woo's universe. And so, you know, he had rules about the storyline. And one of, one of the rules I remember most vividly is that um, he didn't think it was heroic to shoot women and so there's no women enemies in the game it's you there's only men 
There's only dudes. You shoot hundreds, perhaps thousands of gunmen in the game. Um, but he he nicks some some designs we had for like some you know uh, some ninja assassin women in the game. Um, and then a handful of other things like he's very specific about his style of like um, acrobatics, right? Like there's no wire work. So the Matrix had more of like the kung fu and wire work stuff. Mm-hmm. But John Woo was like all, almost all practical effects. And just dudes diving off of things or onto things and, like, tormenting their bodies. And so, um, yeah, the game probably could have had more kung fu. But that just that wasn't right for John Woo and his universe and things like that. So. Yeah. We had a chance to speak with uh, Bill Roper, who goes way back, all the way to the start of Blizzard. And uh, he shared with us a really interesting story, funny story, uh, from that time. Do you ever do any cosplay? Uh, I don't. I've thought about it, uh, but I mean, I you know, I did you Renaissance Fair for a lot of years. I dressed that's up out, you know, out kinda, there. I that's the only like kind of it. cosplay I used to do uh, is vocal, uh, and because uh, Aaron, what you said reminded me of that when we used to go by by StarCraft tournaments when they were warming up, never while NB was competing, but while people were warming up. I'd walk behind them and I'd be like, your town is under attack in like War II games or stuff like that, right? And, they, and they'd be like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they're like, you can see them like in War II, like flipping Dude. around, trying to figure yeah. out which town is under attack. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever, I've ever done a podcast and uh, I'm having a ton of fun. It's, uh, it's it pretty great to be able to make something and put it out into the world. Alex really said that to me. That's not a lie. He's not being facetious. <laughs> he said, this is awesome. We did something and we're going to put it out right away. Not like our game we've been working on for seven years. Okay. Too, too soon. Um, but uh, This is so much fun, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a blast um, reconnecting with industry friends. And Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, We're kind buddy. of attached to the um, Having the show is, you know, I think giving us permission to ask questions to our friends that we maybe we we uh, we we never got a chance to ask, and some of the answers are a interesting and b hopefully they're inspiring to somebody. So I hope you enjoy yeah. this the the format, and we set up a Discord so that we can get input. So oh yeah, if you Go got ideas, out. check it out. Yeah, if you don't, I mean, if you don't like the format, or you do like the format, let, let us know. If uh, if you got questions you think we should be asking, um, let us know that too. It's our first rodeo with this, but uh, so far we're having a lot of fun. And it's a real fun rodeo. Thanks for coming along on the journey with us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Fourth Curtain podcast. To get a peek at upcoming episodes or to sending questions to the show, visit our site at thefourthcurtain.com. And be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening.